things happening at the International Festival of Arts and Ideas. And uh, to, to talk about something that's happening this coming Saturday, I am joined right now by uh, Neville Wisdom and the fa- New Haven-based fashion designer and filmmaker Aaron Perano Garrison. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you? Great, great, great. And someone has really a, well. Some, someone, yeah, sorry, yeah. didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> great, <laughs> no, to, no. great to be here, though. Anyway, oh, okay. I'm, so, I'm, I'm so glad. To, I'm so glad to uh, to have you here. And uh, there's a little bit of background noise where one of you is located. I don't know if it'd be. It's, it's probably me. It's probably me. Let me um, let me let me try to find a little bit quieter okay. place. So we're going to be talking about uh, several things that are happening this coming Saturday, and specifically about a documentary about Neville Wisdom, and it was produced by filmmaker Aaron Perano. Is it Perano Garrison? And Very close, Perano. I, I can Perano. Uh, get that beautiful name from my wife's side ah, of the family. Oh, lovely. It is, it is a beautiful name. And uh, the, the documentary is called The Wisdom of Fashion, and uh, it's being aired this coming Saturday for free as part of the International Festival of Arts and Ideas at 2 o'clock at the Yale Rep on Chapel Street. So um, are you back, Neville? Yes, I'm back. I'm okay. back. Yes. I'm, I'm moving to a quieter space. <laughs> <laughs> I was just with Aaron in Boston, so um, I'm literally on my way back to New Haven. Um, so we, we had a bunch of stuff that we, some work that we had to do, so it's uh, I'm sort of like on the road, so if I apologize if it doesn't get quiet enough. Well, that's that's or, what we're about. This is very very human and very informal radio, so that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, I just want to be able to hear you. So so Neville, I've, I've I've crossed paths with you quite a bit in the last year or so, and and it just amazes me that you you are one of the most chill people I know, and you you do so much and you have done so much, but I think. A lot of our listeners know who you are, but for those who do not, and we, we broadcast down to Long Island and up into Massachusetts, so why don't you give a, maybe a thumbnail sketch of, of your, your amazing life? <laughs> That's always such a tough question to talk about oneself. But um, uh, my name is Neville Wisdom. I'm a clothing designer. That's my, I think that's my most uh, fame thing that I've done. Um, I'm originally from Jamaica. Uh, I've been living in the U.S. for about 20, 21 years. And, um, yeah, I've just been, um, uh, I have a design studio in, on Chapel, on Broadway, 27 Broadway downtown. And if you need to find Never Wisdom or any information about it, you just, you just search the name Never Wisdom and it will direct you to whatever else you need to know. And you've had a pretty interesting life, and you you got into doing fashion and, and clothing design and, and sewing even at a very young age in Jamaica, which I, probably doesn't happen often. Um, so it's 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 quite, and that that will all be revealed, I guess, in this documentary, right? Yeah, um, it 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 definitely isn't something that uh, is quite very common uh, at, especially the in the in the neighborhood that I grew up in, the community that. I, grew up in it was very small so you weren't really expected to get into i mean tailoring was always something that was sort of more classified as a a, a, the thing men would do and dressmaking would be for 
woman, you know, is this very sexist kind of attitude towards the responsibilities or what you can learn as a boy back then. So it was a very, it was a little difficult in, in my um, childhood in terms of um, the homophobia um, that was, um, pre- that I experienced during that time because of my uh, sort of like metrosexual attitude, I guess. <laughs> So, um, but, 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 um, yeah, that's, it, it definitely wasn't something that, um, was quite common for guys to want to make women clothes, um, growing up. You know what I, I really, I really love about you also is that you're just such a part of the New Haven community as we will also talk about more, but I, I sort of think of you as a designer of the people. I was telling some of my girlfriends today, uh, that I was, I was, I was going to be speaking with you today and. One of my one of my friends says, "Oh, he made he made a friend of mine's um, friend of mine's prom dress, and I'm having a wedding next next um, next year for a niece, and I'm going to see him about making my my you know the the I guess the, the auntie dress. Um, yeah, you know that's that's you you make clothes for people, and I, I just think that's so cool. Yeah, I, I sometimes think of myself as a." A designer for the people. <laughs> I like the one-on-one um, sort of like interaction. I like uh, knowing my customers as much as I possibly can, um, and I try to at least share in their experience as much as I possibly can because that's where I get my the most joy from when I have someone who's happy with a product that they are uh, designed that I've made for them that they can feel confident in and um, be them their best self. And, and you're also very involved as a, as a mentor and, and with other artists. I know that a piece of yours, I think, is right now at the art, at art space as part of the footnotes and then other embedded stories. I spoke with the, one of the artists there who you'd, you worked with her on her project. So lots, min, yes. multidimensional. Yes, 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 definitely. Uh, mentoring is a, a very important part of my um, position, the position that I want to take in life and the impact that I want to leave um, is to be able to um, empower young individuals and give um, young people who are interested in fashion design the opportunity to, to get into that field if, uh, or, or, or at least get information to see if this is something that they want to pursue. Great. Okay, so let's talk about the documentary now. How did you How did you two hook up to uh, to do this film? And and from I, I understand that this this is still an ongoing project, right? Well, can I? Is it okay? Yes, yes, yes. I, you may yes, speak yes, now. Yes, yes. Please, please go I, ahead. I, I feel it's you know an explanation is in order. I I I was studying um, film at the time. I I did my undergrad work later in life. I had a twenty year gap in education and. I reached out as a student to Neville, kind of begging for work, really. Um, I, I just thought it would be so cool to do something in fashion. Um, I kept walking by the store, and Neville would be in there. And I just, you know, he's such a sharp-looking guy. It was just, you know, irresistible. And, of course, he got back to me promptly and said no. <laughs> he was, uh, you know, he was all set. Every, you know, he knows everybody, and everybody knows him, and, 
who's sort of like, well, you know, thanks for the offer. Um, and I promptly wrote him back and said, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so we, he, he was gracious enough to, to have me in the store uh, because he does work uh, behind the counter sometimes. And that is true that that he is a, a designer of the people, you know, because he, he can't get away from that relationship that he loves with people. And so well, I, we just sat down and, and began talking about his life and my interests in film, his interests in, in, um, in storytelling in different ways and um and it kind of turned into uh, a, a bit of a of a, a collaboration almost immediately he just said why don't uh you know why don't you just start coming around with your camera and there was an up-and-coming event and we thought well maybe that would provide us with some sort of story arc um but right off the bat we were talking about going to jamaica the cayman islands and um, and his family that spread across the united states in different places and um, doing different interesting things, and and that's kind of how it kicked off, and it's kind of continued down that road, right, Neville? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there was um, definitely something. I don't know if you can feel things over an email, but I felt like the need to meet Aaron. <laughs> um, and so I, I I told him to come by and um, just let's just like talk about what it is that we could possibly collaborate on. And um, it's actually been a very in, amazing experience. We've um, become really good friends. Um, I stayed at his house last night with his wife and his two kids, um, the twins. Um, and uh, it's fantastic. We worked um, on the film. We were doing some editing. He's probably he's more doing the editing. I'm just trying to assist in every way, <laughs> any way that I can with um, this storyline um, and giving him the information that he needs to, to really get, uh, get it out there. And yeah. and you yeah. know making making a documentary too about about beautiful things you know visually I, I can just uh, I anticipate this documentary which is taking place uh, at two o'clock this coming Saturday uh, for free at the Yale Rep as part of the International Festival of Arts and Ideas I'm speaking with Aaron uh, Aaron Perano Garrison uh, who's a filmmaker and fashion designer Neville Wisdom. And so that's that's going to be that's going to be great. And you're doing some other things that day too. So we'll we'll talk about those as well. And I, and I understand that all of this is sort of going to be also part of the documentary, eventually. We hope so. In fact, the, the festival was saying, you know, when they invited us to come, said if there's any footage you guys want uh, to gather up from from the actual events, we that we could do that and. And we're lucky enough to do this as a, a work-in-progress screening, and and so it will, in fact, kind of have different iterations over time um, as we begin to approach. I think we're getting closer to something now, but and it certainly is lovely to watch an experience as it is, uh, but we feel that there's still more there to say. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my. That was close. Um <laughs> and you're you're doing some other things that that uh, day as well at, at four o'clock also at the Yale Rep. And I don't know if this one is free or uh, they're they're charging for it. But you're going to be doing a conversation with another designer from the Caribbean, Praje 
Oscar Jean-Baptiste, who was, I guess, on Project Runway this past during this past season. And so that's at four. And then there's actually a fashion show at seven o'clock. That's, I guess, you, Neville, and uh, several other people as part of that. And that's taking place at uh, the Eisman Theater. And that one, I know that that, are, that is a charge for that one. So yes. very energetic that day. <laughs> yes, no, it's a very busy day um, uh, for uh, me and Aaron. Um, uh, we hope that um, people will, um, the what we've done so far is um, well received. Um, you know, this film is really a, a, a compilation of a sort of my life um, as an immigrant uh, moving to Jamaica, to, from Jamaica to the States, and how um, I uh, interact with individuals that I meet along my journey, and uh, how I look at um, my life in general um from um different perspective of uh the the sort of like the question of what is success or um what is how does one sort of live their best life um and try to empower um individual and we hope that this film will be um motivational for um someone or some um, as many people as possible, and they'll be able to grasp uh, things from it that they can use and apply to uh, maybe some dream or idea they have about um, their goals. Because your your life story was not a straight trajectory. You came to the States, and, and I understand that you did not pursue your dream for, for a while, that you, you've taken some other, some other directions, right? Yeah, you know, when you come to America, sometimes the idea is to get settled, you know, um, to be able to afford an apartment or uh, uh, take care of yourself. And at the time, when I came to the States, I had, um, when I got here, my son was a, a baby. My first um, biological son was a baby. I now have two biological sons, but I have a bunch of other uh, young individuals who have sort of like become my son, my oldest son, uh, Nicholas, his brother. Um, I met his mom during, uh, while we dated, um, and he's uh, stayed my son, and he is living in New Haven. He's lived with me on multiple occasions, and um, he considers, considers me his dad. And then um, we have Dwayne, who is just, uh, he's a designer as well, a young designer who has been around me now for five years. He designs his own collections in the store, uh, in our studio, and uh, he gets the platform to do whatever he wants, and he has definitely um, uh, become one of my sons as well, if I could say it say that (laughs) (laughs) one of the things that that strikes me about that question neville and you can you can say more about this if you think it's anywhere near uh close to your experience but we were talking this weekend about um about a kind of um cultural um draw towards this kind of mentorship and and i was a person who benefited from 
from a similar relationship. I was just on the phone with my kind of mentor and adoptive father, Spencer Cody, this last week, who's, um, who's a Native American in a Kiowa tribe. And, um, and a lot of the experience I had uh, with Spencer growing up was about a kind of almost reincarnation of his life, right, as he's passing and nuggets along to me and investing in me things that have been important to him within embedded in his culture um, over the years. And in a way, it, Neville kind of it enters into the United States and re-enters and re-enters as he continues to invest things that um, are not necessarily um, mindsets, models, or ideas that um, immediately align themselves with the American psychological space, which I see as a huge blessing to these young people who get the chance to look, have a first, you know, a fresh perspective on life and vision and dreams, um, things they want to accomplish, things they didn't even know that they wanted to accomplish. And I think that Absolutely. that that whole idea of of what is success, what is what is it that gives meaning and purpose to your life? And I'll, I I haven't talked about this a lot on the air, but I'll say that the reason way I know that Neville is that we're both part of a community of people at a, at a marina in New Haven. I've lived on a boat for almost four years, and a lot of other people in our in our little community live live full time time on boats. And so it's not it's not how the American of dream is usually seen as the the white picket fence the suburban house the uh, lots of materialistic things it's it's a, it's a life of very simplicity a lot of simplicity but a lot of beauty and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of community so um you know those those sorts of things it's, it's interesting to investigate mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely it's interesting and, and important so true um, one of the early conversations I had as a filmmaker was with a, a young man who was um, writing music for film who had a cousin in the business. And so what it meant was he got a phone call whenever his cousin was doing, a, you know, doing something. And so nobody really knew who he was. And yet he was writing these scores. And what that meant was living out the life of a, uh, as a composer for film was starting to look very differently for him. But over time, of course, that changed as success for his cousin grew and more opportunities presented themselves to him. But he was saying to me early on, he said, if we limit ourselves by what, by what our perspective or our idea of success should be, then we think we have a certain route we need to take, which is, as you were saying before, you know, not that discursive path, but something kind of linear, and you almost hit a brick wall versus the opportunity that kind of taking a step back and, and asking, you know, approaching with more of a kind of questioning and curiosity and, um, and just an openness. And I think that that's one of the things I keep learning from Neville as I watch him, the decisions that he makes and the, the, uh, the ways in which he discovers um, his path, you know. And I think another another thing that's uh, that's really appealing. I've I read an interview. Um, <laughs> I read an interview with Neville uh, that you were talking about people buying your clothes. And again, you are a designer of the people. You are you're a designer where people can go and and and, and get something for a special event or that special that one special dress that maybe they need. 
and and it's going to cost them, but it's going to be enduring rather than our this very sort of materialistic change of style every year, throwaway culture that's that really sort of drives so much of so much of American yeah. commerce. Exactly, I, I, you know uh, the approach that I have taken has, has been uh, very different from um, typical designers. Um, I, I like to be very ones on. I actually like the process of design. So um, a lot of my designs, I make them myself. Um, particularly all of my designs are created by me initially. Um, in, and sometimes I'll have um, people who will help me put uh, a collection together that I'll sell in the store or um, I do uh, one of these, I do a thing that I call a hundred designs in a hundred days where every day it changes. I uh, do believe uh, strongly in how my interest affects our environment. So I don't print fabrics. I only make stuff. I only take, get fabric from place that I've already, fabrics that's already in circulation and I'll buy whatever I can or whatever they have available and I'll make uh, dresses or garments from that. And then um, once we're done with that um, cut of fabric, we I'll move on to something else. Um, so it's definitely um, not a fast fashion um, type of model uh, where we produce um excess amount of clothing is very limited and the pieces are timeless and because uh, um, I want people to wear the stuff that they buy from I want them to wear it until it falls apart and uh, many times I have customers that will bring uh, dresses back in um, if they've you know a, a seam come loose or um, or they lose a little weight and they want a, a better fit will a system in making sure that the life of that uh, piece continues um, uh, for as long as they possibly can wear it. And so uh, Neville Wisdom, I'm speaking with him. He's a New Haven fashion designer at about the documentary about Neville Wisdom called The Wisdom of Fashion, again, taking place at 2 o'clock. It's coming Saturday at the Yale Rep. And we're also speaking with Aaron Perano. Garrison, who is the filmmaker, the the creator of this of this work in progress, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And then you're both also having a discussion at four o'clock with um, a designer from Philadelphia, Project Oscar Jean Baptiste, um, and and I, I that's going to be interesting too. Maybe he's a he's sort of a different kind of designer. He's um, you know he was on Project Runway. I, I what, what do you anticipate that discussion being like? Um, I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'll just start off. Right? But, but really, I'm there to help facilitate a conversation between these two guys, which I think is, you know, pr promises to be a really exciting conversation. I think both of these um, designers, you know, come from a very different place um, in, in the way that they approach fashion and the way that they approach the designs that they're that they're making, um, you know, in part because I don't think either one of them have uh, a particular interest in following any commercial trends. 
um, and it really makes the work organic to, to their, their person as a designer, as an artist. Um, and I think we want to talk a little bit about that uh, when we get together, just sort of how does identity inform um, the work that they're making? How does that make its way out into culture? But uh, yeah, what do, you, what do you think, Nev? Yeah, no, absolutely. I can't um, speak uh, for, um, uh, for anyone else, but yes, I do appreciate... Uh, um, and look forward to learning more about Project um, as well. Uh, and um, I'm sure his um, is a very interesting. Seems a very interesting individual, and his, his designs, from what I've seen, seems uh, fabulous. And I am excited about our um, talk back. And I think he's also part of the Philadelphia community, sort of in the same way that you're part of the New Haven community. Just very much, you know, that's that's his home base. He's very identified with Philadelphia, and um, so that's that's really interesting. And, and I yeah, one thing I one thing I know for sure is that we both are from the islands, and um, we definitely are inspired by our um, background uh, and. Um, Pretty much our design, our design beliefs, or um, the process to our design uh, is influenced by um, where we were born, for sure. And you also did a TED Talk this past weekend. You've been very busy. (laughs) Yes, I did uh, do a TED Talk this weekend. I never uh, thought of myself as uh, someone who would be doing TED Talks. Um, but I appreciate that um, I got the opportunity to do that, and um, I hope that um, that also was um, inspiring to um, young individuals who might want to take the path that I've chosen or can use uh, things that they've heard uh, or ways that I've come about getting to my goals to benefit them in their um, search for uh, that goal or that thing that drives them as well. Well, my, my personal philosophy is I have to I have to do things in my life that uh, give me give me pleasure, giving me meaning, meaning and purpose in my life uh, throughout throughout my, my work and everything that I do, my creative pursuits. And it sounds like you both are very much of that of that same mindset. Oh goodness. Yes, um, before we before we move too much, to, well, you know, one of the things that, that well, let me speak to that first. Um, things that really drives me as a creative person is is the idea of collaboration and partnership with others. Um, <clears throat> I spent a lot of my twenties traveling the world and doing humanitarian work, and um, it was kind of the undoing of my world and the realization um, that you know. The world is a much bigger place than I thought it was. Um, we say it's a small world, but it's it's not so small in so many different ways. And um, you know, and the, the idea of, of sort of discovering new things has really been so much of a, a handholding process for me. Um, and uh, and I was going to just comment on on the TED Talk briefly because. What Neville did in the TED Talk was something we experienced in the film, and uh, in a way, it was and the film making process has been, you know, such an intimate kind of almost a conversation, if you will, between the two of us. 
Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Neville got up there on the stage with his, uh, either his, uh, one of his many um, sewing machines and made something for the audience. And I had that experience with him. He, he literally, I was going to have an interview with him and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, just want to see you sort of existing in your space environment and letting your mind, um, you know, uh, go in, in a way. And, uh, and so he did. He began working on a dress that uh, was one of those 100 dresses in 100 days, uh, which is literally uh, a design, you know, that he's doing from scratch every, you know, every day. And um, a new design and just coming from wherever it is in his heart that it finds its way into existence. And, uh, and we started the interview with me just filming and we were talking together and, uh, which comes kind of an interview in the process while he was sewing. And as we were finishing up, Neville was literally hanging a dress oh. on a mannequin in front of me, um, a completed dress. And uh, my, Neville came with his, um, significant other this weekend. And I was telling her this with just sort of my jaw still on the floor because he sort of stepped back from it and said, Oh, that's really beautiful. It just happened. It was as if, you know, he didn't even need to think about it. This thing just sort of came into existence. He, you know, while we were talking and he stepped back as I was looking at it and said, huh, yeah, that's really gorgeous. And it was, it's in the film you'll see. <laughs> and that's movie magic in the film, which is in fact a real documentary unfolding in front of you. There is no trick about it. This is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so that the hundred dresses in a hundred days that's that's still you're still in the middle of that that hundred days no we've we've, we've completed that um season i um uh, uh because of the pandemic it was something that i did um usually typically i go away um i ha have this goal where i uh like to to um wake up in the beginning of the year in a different place on earth and so typically um i would go away and then um for the first of the, uh, the somewhere around the 28th i'd choose a destination and i'd go there and i would um uh, get as much as i can from the environment that i was in and and then i'll come back and then i would start the 100 day design but um because of the pandemic um uh, the last couple of years, I haven't been able to do that. And also because of just how busy my life has gotten. But um, I'm sure one of these um, days I'll get right back into it. Well, I appreciate your being here in, in the midst of a very busy life and a very particularly busy week. And uh, is there anything you want to add about the documentary before we close out or any of the other activities that we didn't get to? Well, we just encourage we just, as many people to come and see it as as they possibly yes. can. Um, that's uh, that's 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 my leaving uh, uh, message. Come see it. Um, it's gonna be uh, interesting. It's a uh, a documentary, where, so you, you have to be attentive, um, uh, so you you can get the full grasp of what of the conversation that we're having um, through the entirety of the of the show. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be pleasantly surprising for a lot of people. 
who may have a preconceived notion about what fashion is. Um, and they'll learn a lot about themselves, I think, in the process and and their life. And, and, uh, um, as they watch sort of us explore Neville's life as a designer and as a, as a person who I think has, uh, clearly, um, and evidently invested himself in the community of New Haven, but also in other places. Um, it's, it's just a really, one of the things I, I was able to screen it for film collab here in Boston and the response for the director of the program over there said, it's really relaxing and maybe we need a little bit of that right now. Oh, that's that's great. I, and I will say it's uh, this is happening at two o'clock this coming Saturday, the 18th at the Yale Rep on Chapel Street in New Haven. And I know from past very popular events, as this is a free event, you will probably want to get there early. The lines, uh, the lines can get very long sometimes. And, and I guess it will be first come, first served until all the seats are filled. So uh, you might want to plan, plan your day around that. So I, I'm going to myself. And, and All right, great. Great speaking with both of you. Thank you so much. I'm glad we could make this happen today. Yeah, thank you, Valerie, so for uh, reaching out. This is lovely. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.